Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Spartan 160EN podcast. This is podcast number 56. After a, a bit of a hiatus, but the boys are back to talk about Spartan. Um, you know, the good and the bad, really. But anyways, let's go to the panel first, starting off with my good friend Steph. How you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Been busy with uh, both of my jobs and... Uh... But I'm finally back, and I'm uh, I'm excited. So uh, thank you for accepting me back for this. When <laughs> did you ever leave, bro? <laughs> nice and sentimental. I like it. <laughs> well, this guy never left, bro. What's there to accept? I like it. I like it. Uh, and also joined by my good friend Nando. Nando, what's up, bro? Hey, man. I'm 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 happy, man. Usually, I'm the guy who comes in here a little bit more like down and shit, and just like. Ah, for the sports and can I this, that, and the other. Three straight wins. <laughs> Three straight wins. <laughs> it's, a, it's a miracle. Three straight wins. I don't did care. You go, we won. Did, you go, did you go to Fatima or something? No, but, but I, I começo todas as manhãs a rezar um pouquinho, termino a noite de thank you, e olha. Três vitórias todas cagadas, meu, mas pronto. Hey, don't matter. Hey, Benfica, once again, Tondela, they don't even know how either, so. Yeah, and Porto, and Porto just started against Maritim. So, yeah, and we just know. made up a little ground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a little ground. We're still so far away, though. <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys remember that we know, we're good at math. Yeah, yeah, we are. yeah we right. Are. We are mathematicians at this point of the season. We are. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to start talking about uh, the games that we missed. Uh, just briefly, two Europa League games and uh, the famous Tasa Portugal against Alverca game. Um, I'll start off with uh, our game against Lask. Sporting um, played at home, won 2-1. Goals from Luis Felipe and Bruno Fernandes after being down in the 16th minute. Um, Lask is a good team. We were able to see that with our game against them. Um, a team that almost qualified for Champions League, just lost out to Club Bruges, who, fun fact, on that same week tied against Real Madrid. So, I mean, I guess you can say some 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 quality from us. We had a solid maybe five, ten minutes in that second half that really won us the game. Um, but Lask showed that they're a tough team, could have very well tied the game, could have very well escaped with all three points, really. Um, and yeah, aside from a breakaway on the second half towards the end, that could have put us 3-1. Um, nothing more to say about that. And uh, hopefully a better showing away at, uh, at Lask. Um, let me just quickly say the 11. It was Ruben Ribeiro. We played with a back three. Quach, Neto, Jeremy, Mathieu. Uh, Dumbia in the midfield with Wendell and Bruno Fernandes. Acuña and Miguel Luiz on the wings. And Yannick Pulasi and Luis Felipe up top. Uh, Steph, I'll give you the 11 for the Alverca game and you just take us through it. It was Luis Max um, at net. Uh, we had Christian Borja, Luis Neto, Thiago Ilori, and Rosier in defense. Uh, Dumbia and Eduardo Eric, Miguel Luis in midfield, Lucien Vietu, Luis Philippe, and Jesse up top. What are your thoughts about the Alverca game, bro? Well, the first thing that stood out uh, for most uh, sporting fans in, in general was that uh, Asilas didn't start up with the uh, best squad. So um, he, gave, he gave minutes to, um, to players that usually don't start for sporting. Um, and uh, in, the, in, in, in our in our day and age, the way we're performing, that was kind of dangerous, um, because we can we can barely win in the uh, in our uh, Liga Nos 
and going to 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 put new players with no chemistry um, against a, a a a team with a smaller pitch at Alverca and fully motivated playing against a, a, one of the big teams of Portugal, it, it was kind of committing suicide. Um, and um, and and that's that's the number one mistake I think Silas made. With that said, I like Silas. I'm not saying I don't like him. I do. But he, he has to realize that um, it, it's... And I think he does realize it now, and we'll talk about it a little bit further, that he can be doing uh, experiments because we don't have a good enough team. And and that's and it, it was a poor preparation by uh, this administration and Uc Vienna. Uh, we, go, we got rid of the most influent players and we put all the pressure on uh, on the one player, Bruno Fernandes. Seal is now trying, he's trying to change it. But... Um, but um, you know, against Alverca, we played really bad. Um, but if you if you take into consideration that the weather conditions were pretty shitty, the pitch was actually in good condition for the amount of rain that fell into Alverca Stadium, um, and that didn't help Sporting at all. Uh, and um, they they scored two goals in two counter attacks and. Uh, and we lost fair and square. I mean, uh, there's, there's, you know, that bullshit about uh, one of their players couldn't play and stuff like that. That's totally bullshit. Uh, I wouldn't want to win uh, in um, with th- with that with that excuse. The secretaria. Uh, yeah. It's, so the secretaria. There you go. Uh, somebody's making a lot of noise. Uh, Sorry, might be me. Uh, but you know. To finish, to to wrap it up, uh, Alverca won fair and square. Sporting didn't perform well enough for a team that's uh, supposed to be one of the top three teams of Portugal this year. Not so much, uh, but you know, um, Sealers, I think he realized he messed up by not putting the best squad on the pitch. Uh, and I'll give the, the you know the benefit of the doubts. Just because of the raining conditions, because for, for a team with uh, skillful players, uh, that, that kind of uh, pitch is better for the opponent with less skills. Uh, because you can dribble, you can, you can place the ball uh, the way you want it, um, and, and, that, and that's what I saw. And Alverca, they put a very physical team, not caring very much about playing beautiful soccer. It was more about let's win the game whatever way we can, and they succeeded. And congratulations to them. And and then they lost against a, a team I never heard before the next week, <laughs> and that's the way it is. But that's it. That's all I gotta say about that game. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And um, of course, next uh, next game was Rosenberg. Uh, Nando, I'll pass that one off to you. Um, it was Ruben Ribeiro and Net. I am getting some feedback. You are right. Is it me? Yeah, yeah think, when you start talking, so. it comes out of you. Yeah, it oh, comes really oh. loud. Yeah, might be my yeah, when, you, when you muted it, it uh, it went away. Compras esa merda no va marco, carajo. A little two for special. Yeah, that is weird. I'll t- I'll see if I can find some uh, some headphones in the meantime. Um, but anyway, no shine the tamo, carajo. You already know, bro. You already know. The dollar store, bro. Crawling no more restructuration financeira, bro. True. 
Temos que culpar. Eu estou a fazer a minha parte, caralho. He works for a bank now, so watch out, bro. Oh, shit. Oh, it's true. No, bro, no, you don't know. I sold my headphones for custa zero para poupar no salário, caralho. Foda-se. Para pagar as cotas, ó, Anyways, we had Ruben Ribeiro in net, Rosier Quach, Mathieu and Aquino on the on the fence, uh, Dumbia, Wendel, Bruno Fernandes in the midfield with Felipe Vieto and Blasi up top. And I will be right back. Hopefully, my brother has a pair of, a pair of headphones that work. But Nando, take us through it, dude. Yeah. So um, I think right off the bat, uh, the biggest difference between this game and last game, um, and it's kind of nailed by by Steph, is the lineup, right? So if with Alverca. Our biggest issue was our lineup and us very much underestimating our opponent and um, especially the magnitude uh, of, of the matchup. You know, it is Tasa Portugal. It doesn't matter if it's against an Alverca or, or if it was Porto Benfica. This game, we definitely went into it with a lot more serious approach. Um, the lineup is a lot more logical. It's a lot more uh, uh, attack-focused. Um, actually kind of shocked a little bit that we went with Luis Felipe, uh, and both Vieto and um, Bolazzi at the same time. Uh, I don't think we've seen that in any other game um, since, uh, at least all three at the same time. Um, at least not last game. Felipe came in or started it, and then he had the game before that. So the, the formation is definitely there. Um, still not quite the formation I think that Sporting should be playing in, but we definitely played a lot better than Alverca but still not good enough. And I think that's still showing us uh, like how Silas has been you know, performing as the coach thus far. We had some opportunities early on, some decent movements. Um, we, I think we'd all agree that Rosenberg didn't really show uh, much threat, much promise uh, at all um, throughout that game, um, couple, making a couple of mistakes. And Oviedo had, had an opportunity on a mistake. Um, Bruno Fernandes hit the, hit the crossbar on the lever early. A um, couple crosses in. So, you know, we had some of those opportunities. And, of course, we scored uh, on, a, on a bullshit goal by Bolazzi, where I don't even know how the ball goes in. So a, a very Spartan way of scoring. Um, and we won 1-0, man. It's as simple as that. I mean, we dominated possession. We dominated shots, shots on targets, um, passes. We played at home. You know, we, we did what we needed to do. Um, but I think that game... Uh, overall, you look at it and you see how we performed and you kind of see how Sporting have been playing up to that point under Silas. And I think that was a, we have to win at all costs game. It doesn't matter if it's ugly. And I think that's the mentality we've been approaching every game right now. And that's fine by me because we definitely need some wins. Um, but there, there wasn't really much improvement. I mean, it was, it was slight. It was more consistent, but we won. Um, and there's really not much more to add to that. I mean, yeah, it was one of those games. You know, I don't think anybody really... Uh, you know, stood on the top of their chairs and, and was like, well, oh my goodness, look at this. I think we might have even yawned a few times, to be honest. No, no, I agree with you. I, agree with you. I mean, uh, the game was... Um, uh, the problem is, I'm going to tell you, uh, Sealers likes to play on a 4-3-3. Uh, uh, That's his, um, his uh, preferred uh, tact uh, tactic. And... Um, me personally, I'm not an, an expert by any means, but I think he 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 realized he doesn't have a good enough team to play the four three three. So the last games he's been playing a four four two. Yeah, for which sure. Is the 
the the very traditional tactic by most coaches. Um, I think he's gonna wait until January, or maybe if he sees someone that can step up from the uh, uh, under twenty three or even uh, on the uh, under nineteen, he might make make some adjustments. Uh, but he's not gonna be playing his preferred method of four three three. Um, anytime soon until he feels totally, totally confident. So, so you you will see Sporting playing a four four two from now on um, until he feels more more confident and tr- trustworthy of his team. Um, it's a shame because Rosier, uh, Valentin Rosier, we were expecting him to be this great fullback. Yeah, a lot do, more out of him. Yeah. To cook, he could do the whole corridor, and that's not what's what's going on. Um, he's been really his performance has been really low. Uh, Ritovsky's back, but he's very limited playing offensively. He's he's really good defensively, but he can he can cross for shit. Uh, even against Pasfred, uh, <clears throat> he had a great chance to to put to put the ball away, and he shanked it. It looked more like an NFL three-pointer than anything. Yeah, for sure. You know, you know I mean, from a professional player, I'm expecting much better than that. Uh, but he'll give it all to you. He's like an energizer bunny. And that's what you team. need on this team right yeah. now. But he's limited. That That's the thing. That's why we got Valentin and Rosier. Uh, but, you know, with that said, I mean, um, you're right. The the, the goal from uh, from our striker for the Triste Bellas, uh Hit the, the 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 defender twice before it went in, and the goalie uh, nearly saved it. Yeah. They play they play better than we did. Um, uh, you know, we won the game, and I'll take the win. Six points, win second place behind PS PSV. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then if we if we win next Thursday again, I mean, we basically move on to the next phase. And uh, my promise to you guys, if uh, Sporting makes it to the final of League up, I'm going to that game. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, but they need to make it. I don't know. I'll be will. there with you. Shit, I'll, I'm dying yeah. for some happiness. I already I'll told. Be there already, with you, bro. Twenty third. Yeah, I already told my beefy kissed wife, and she said, "Okay, as long as you take me." I said, "I'll take you." <laughs> <laughs> if that's the deal, I'll take you. It's funny. I, yeah, I told her I'm going, but I don't know if we'll make it that far. We'll see. Well, no, no, if, we, if we just keep getting. In there, you know, aos encontrões, who cares, you know? Yeah, I don't care either. So yeah. yeah, true. Fuck it. We used to play pretty and not win, so. Listen, Portugal Portugal won the Euros that way, so. And I didn't give it two shits. So if Spartan does the same to a league title, too, I wouldn't mind that all. Tu cagado, carag, I don't care. It's a foda, bro. It's a foda. <laughs> Anyways, uh, am I, are you guys hearing me better? Am I still uh, feedback? No, better. Much better, man. This. I have to go to the, the rich part of town though to get these headphones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, here's the uh, Guimarães lineup. You guys can see my screen, right? Hopefully. I think so, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, we had Ruben Ribeiro in net. Valentin Rosier, Coach, Mathieu, and Acuña in the defense. We had Eduardo, Enrique, uh, Dumbi, and Bruno Fernandes in midfield with Blasi, Vieto, and Hesse up top. Hesse getting a goal. Um, we had substitutions of Luis Philippe, Christian Borja, and of course, um, Rodrigo Fernandes, the academy kid, 
uh, 18 years old, was still uh, playing for the juniors before he started um, or before he came onto the field. Um, Steph, I'll pass it off to you, dude. What were your thoughts on this game? Well, we, we played against a, a very good team that only lost to Arsenal in the last seconds of the game. Yeah. Um, and uh, Guimarães has, has, has proven that they have a good squad. Um, I think that game against uh, Arsenal kind of helped us uh, or at least put us in the same playing field because we played on Thursday, they played on Thursday. So... It worked out for both of the teams, more for Sporting, because you could see that Guimaraes was also tired as a team. Uh, but overall, Sporting did deserve to win. We played better. Um, I mean, we scored three goals. They scored one goal. Um, th- didn't like the way we suffered that one goal. I think uh, we could have avoided that. Um, but um, I-, I-, I was very happy with the uh, changes that um, um, Silas made. And again, like I was telling uh, Nando, uh, Silas realized that the 4-3-3, the team is is not there yet. I don't think we have the players for that tactic at all. With lack of, uh, like, Dumbia is not a number six. I mean, I'll give the benefit of the doubt to uh, Dumbia, but... um, Personally, I would demote him to the under-23 team. He still has a lot to learn. He's not good enough for the A squad whatsoever. And uh, this this January, we'll talk about it. I would try to get another number six or see if the under-23 has somebody ready to step up into that role. Uh, but against Guimarães, I just saw Guimarães crossing too many balls. And then Machu applied himself. Coates was a, a, a good... Uh, also excellent as a uh, center back, but if I'm not mistaken, they crossed. They had like 20, 20 crosses into our box, and that's very dangerous. Because if we play against a good team with good strikers, we lose. So you know, but I'll take I'll take the win and um, kudos to uh, Vieto. He had another excellent game. Uh, Acuna as well. Hasud, like always, and he scored a nice goal. Didn't complicate it. Pretty easy. And uh, I think the the worst play of the pitch was actually the Guimarães goalie. Uh, he didn't. He's a he's a he's a good goalie, young goalie, but against Sporting, he he played pretty bad. And uh, the referee was actually pretty good for that game. And the substitutions, I think, they were made on time. So good win, good win for Sporting. So we can slowly see that we getting to the level that Silas wants, but it takes time. That's not his team. He didn't pick that team, so it will take it will take some time. But uh, we'll talk about the past Freire's game and all that stuff. But I think slowly they're simulating what he wants, and we we we're starting to see that at the beginning of the game we play well. And then towards the end of the the first half, and then this, we play like like shit again. It's like we forget everything that, that we've learned. And then the second half, the second half we play well at the beginning, and then towards the end of the game we play like shit again. So, like he said, Sealers psychologically the team is not there yet, and that's it. Yeah, I 100 uh, percent agree with you, Steph. Oh, fucking feedbacks back, isn't it? 
Sorry, dude. Uh, anyways, Nando, take uh, take us through your thoughts, dude. Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah, so, I mean, I think if we go back and look at all these games that we just kind of were going over, I think the Vitoria Given Eyes game was our best game um, by far. I think that we put it all together better. I think that, uh, you know, I was even on Twitter reading along, and I was impressed with not only how we were playing, but just a lot more movement. Um, I think their goal was a little, a little scruzzad, you know, like not, you know, definitely not but, but I liked the way we played. Hell, uh, it was the first time I think all year that we can even say that we liked watching uh, Zep play, right? I mean, he scored a goal. He was free in front of that goal. He, pl- he, he, he did his thing. Um, and he looked good doing it. Um, so, all in all, uh, I was impressed. Granted, Guimarães had a little bit more possession there at the end of the game. Still had more shots than us. But I think as a team, to get that those those three goals in against a Guimarães squad that's been performing well, came off a really good game against Um, I liked it. And I liked the formation. Um, I think you nailed it about Dumbia. I think he does absolutely nothing for the team um, at his current state. Uh I, sometimes we're playing with 10 with him out there. Um, but I liked watching the combinations of Vieto and Giselle. Um, that There's skill there. There's skill. Giselle might not be in shape still, but there's skill there. We know that. Vieto, we know. Always got the skill. So I liked the man. I liked it a lot. And it was good for Sporting to win a game like that, you know, to, to put up three goals at home in particular against a really good team that Guimarães is performing well and playing well this year. Um, I... I like them, man. I really don't got much negative to say there. Um, yeah, that's my take on it, to be quite honest with you guys. Yeah, and my quick two thought, uh, two cents on the game as well. Um, I thought definitely Vieto's best game. I thought it was a bit harsh for Celia uh, Steven to take him off um, as his first substitution. But um, I understood the move. You know, you want to bring up um, uh, Aquina, who's, you know, amazing on that left wing. Um, and, and put in Borja to sort of solidify the lead at that point because, you know, uh, Gimenez went up 2-1 at that point. Um, but two, two assists from Vieto, definitely our best player uh, of the game, in my opinion, at least. Uh, Hesse had a solid, had a solid you know, 15-, 20-minute run out there. Uh, a beautiful goal, have to have to say, uh, taking it around the keeper. Um, you know, and, and the defense, eles portaram bem este jogo, so, um, you know, not... Not a lot to complain about, and it was against a really good Guimarães team coming off of a high. Whether they lost against Arsenal or not, the fact that they were 2-1 up, uh, definitely definitely a high for, for Guimarães. Um, and kudos to them, because that's no easy feat. Um, yeah, my only thing, my only worry, and I, I guess we'll talk even more about it at the Pasta game, is that maybe this style of play, or maybe it's the players, it's just not getting... Bruno Fernandes hasn't looked his best as of yet this season, I think. Um, I and it is a bit conserving. It is a bit concerning because, you know, he, he is, you know, head, head and shoulders above these players. He is, you know, definitely the best player in this league, definitely the best player of our team. Um, but as of recently, it hasn't really looked that way, um, to me at least. To me at least. Uh, and it was, of course, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I, I thought uh, you were positive for a second, but do you guys. Um... There was a Sportingista that was commenting outside of Alvalade after 
Either it was the Guimarães game or the Rosenberg game or something. I don't remember. But he was analyzing the club's current moment. And he kind of nailed what you just said about Bruno Fernandes. You know, last year we had a lot more consistent and offensive players for Bruno Fernandes to flourish. You know, um, we don't have talented players up front anymore. We can't even figure out yet how and who we're going to play as a striker, whether that's Vieto, whether that's Jose, whether that's Luis Felipe, whether that's Belezi. Like, we don't even know that. You know what I mean? That, it, none of that is helping him. And I think that's why he looks a little lost and, like you said, like not playing as himself. At least that's my perception of his performance thus far. And I agree to that. I agree to that. That's that's sort of even where I was kind of leaning to. It definitely is the quality of players in front of him because that same. Uh, if we're talking about the same uh, little interview, that same guy even said we sold Rafinha and Rafinha was his best compliment. So now he's sort of you know Balassi. As much as I like Balassi, he doesn't really offer much on the wing. He's he's more of like. Uh, I don't even know, bro. Like, to me, he's like a walking fucking bulldozer. Like, he'll have the ball at his feet, and he'll try to dangle some people, but he's really, like, throwing people over. So he's not the same creative player as Rafinha. Vietu, he, he's growing. I, I like what I'm seeing from Vietu. He's good on the ball. He, he, he's been picking out his passes very well. Uh, like I said, this game he had two assists. I believe against Pash Ferreira he also got an assist. I could be wrong, though. Um, so maybe it just takes time to flourish between those two. Um, but I 100% agree with you and that guy. Uh, he, he definitely doesn't have the, the, the creative players around him, the attacking players around him. And he himself, you can even tell, is looking more for the goal than he is looking for the passes. At least last year, he was sort of trying to find uh, Bas Dost and try to provide him with the goal. Whereas this year, we see him taking a lot more shots outside the box trying to get those worldies in. Um, and yeah. That's that's really it. The only other thing I wanted to say was it was nice seeing Quach score a goal in the other net, aside from scoring an <laughs> own goal this time. <laughs> that was about it. Anyways, Indeed. Steph, do you have anything else to, to add to this game or Nando? No, I'm good. No, I think you're covered. Perfect. Uh, let's go through the Pas Freire game. Uh, I got the lineup right here. Let me share the screen. Bada beam, bada boom. So we beat Pas Ferreira 2-1. Uh, goals coming from Luis Felipe and Bruno Fernandes. Following lineup was as follows. Uh, Ruben, uh, Renan Ribeiro. For this, I almost said Ruben Ribeiro. I'm having PTSD. Renan Ribeiro in net. Ristovski at right, at right back. Kwach, Mathieu, and Acuna uh, making up the rest of the defense. Dumbia, Eduardo Henrique, and Bruno Fernandes in the midfield with Hesse, Vieto, and Luis Felipe up top. Uh, Nando, I'll start this one off with you. What are your thoughts on the game? Um, I didn't get a chance to watch most of the game. I, I caught a little bit, most of it relato. Um, but I'll say that I didn't like the idea of Sparty starting with Luis Felipe, Gisette, and Vieto all uh, on the pitch at the same time. Um, I didn't like that at all, actually. Um, I, I think that, that they looked lost up there, man. You, you, you look at that formation, and you're trying to figure out, you know, who's – going to go ahead and, and, and get solid opportunities. Yeah, Luis Felipe had a goal, but I don't like that at all. I, I, I think Felipe and Gisette kind of, they, they almost trip over each other. Um, they kind of do a little bit the same. Maybe, maybe Gisette's got a little bit more finesse, a little bit more tactica. Um, but the conditions weren't good, you know. Um, we, there's some casos in the game I'm sure we'll talk about. 
Um, I think that was a just win at all cost game. You know, sloppy field conditions, uh, trap game, if you will. Um, you know, a team that's that playing as bad as Pasfereira has been playing. They had what five points going into the game, um, or still have five points. So, uh, concerning that it could be an easy trap game there. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we won. You know, they gave us a scare that at the end we, we got the penalty back and uh, took and, and got the win. That's as much as I can say, man. The rest of it, I, I listened to it, but I don't. I didn't really care for the formation. Uh, I'll say this to finish my segment here about it. I, at the end of the game, I think uh, Silas said something about Sporting's mental strength isn't there yet. I don't know if y'all caught caught when he said that, and I mm-hmm. think that's exactly uh, what I took out of that game. I think Sporting mentally is still far from where. We're we want them to be and obviously there's a lot of reasons that have led to that but um mentally we're not there yet and and uh kind of made me panic a little bit when when Pasos tied that game up i was like oh shit here we go again but we pulled it off we're getting wins we're scrappy wins we're winning 100 percent. um and staff what about you dude yeah well the, you know i'm gonna go um the same uh, along the same uh, lines um we, we started very well i was like wow I think they get what Silas wants. And uh, we scored the goal, I think, on the 11th minute. A great assist from Bruno Fernandes to uh, Luis Felipe. And a great goal, a punta de lanza. And we could have scored again. We could have killed the game, actually. And then, like I said before, like 10 minutes left into the first half. And we back to the same old sporting, like... The players start panicking, losing the ball with bullshit passes in the midfield very dangerously. And it's like, what the hell is going on? And that's what Silas means. Like, uh, uh, mentally, our team is, is not there yet. They, they they still have, like, some kind of a blockage uh, that they can play consistently for a good 45 minutes. Because then on the second half, we started well again, even though Pasfreder uh had had the ball more trying to score because they were losing that's normal uh in any game uh but again sporting uh, towards the middle of the second half we start shaking all over the place uh, it's 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 losing the ball and and losing the ball is two different things when you lose the ball when when you try to make a 10 meter pass that's bullshit when you when you try to you know, assist someone 50 meters out, and you know the pass is is it goes the wrong way. Okay, I can I can accept that, but small passes in the midfield that can generate a counterattack, that's very dangerous, and that's what Sporting is good at fucking up. It's that kind of 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 passes, and and Sealers is trying to correct that, and I I thought we had it, but then. For some reason, we go towards the same bullshit, sloppy game, and and that's why he's forced to to make the the three substitutions every single game early into the game. I mean, I, I think he made some. Uh, the first one was like 60, 65th minute, um, and that's because the players physically and mentally they're not ready, and uh, that that I blame a little bit on Kaiser. He's not there. He's not there anymore. But all the days off he gave and uh, all the relaxation to these players, he sent them the wrong message. Uh, they're not there to 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 be on vacation. They're there to play football. It's ninety minutes, uh, ninety plus minutes per game. 
Uh, and then throughout the week, all they do is recuperate for the next game. They give them the best vitamins, the best doctors, the best uh, nutrition. Uh, they tell them what to eat. So for God's sake, just just play 90 minutes. I wish that was my lifestyle. Uh, but I suck at soccer. But, um, you know, but we won a, a given penalty from uh, from uh, the the Pasfredes <laughs> defender or midfielder inside the box. That was a clear penalty. Uh, the penalty uh, that they say could have been uh, with Mancher, uh, unless you're not watching um, the, 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 the play in replay mode, then you'll see that was not a penalty. When the ball rebounds uh, from his foot, his left foot, went to his head, Mathieu was already looking at the uh, uh, um, is player. He was not even looking at the ball, so that was no PK. And that was really on the left side of the box, really away from the goalie. That would have been such a bullshit penalty for whoever saying that that was a penalty. And uh, besides that, it was a good win, though, overall. Uh, Silas was careful enough to make the substitutions when he needed to be and uh, and uh, regain the control of the game. And, and you know, uh, it's not we're not there yet as a team, but I see some improvements and I like it. So let's give it some time. Just keep, keep into, into reality that this is not the team that Silas picked. And I foresee in January... Um, we're going to the market to get a few players because with this team, we're not going to go too far. Agreed. Uh, and that's just going to pick up from that. That's where uh, quick little points I'm going to say. One, I thought we started off the first half and we started off the second half really well. But the first half, mm-hmm. we played really well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was, uh, any, wow, I was going to say something. Anyways, whatever. I think I think we need to give Siljas more time. Basically, is what I wanted to say. Uh, two, uh, I I don't give him a lot of credit, but I think Renan Ribeiro had one of his better games as a Spartan player. Uh, really kept us in the game, made some huge saves. Kristofsky, mm-hmm. I know we talked about him earlier, but I thought he was a breath of fresh air at, at defense. He offered things that Rosier just doesn't offer or hasn't offered yet. Um, I really liked Hesse this game, especially in the first half. He was. He was. I, I don't think he put a foot wrong up until the 30th minute in this game, uh, which is is promising at least. Hopefully, he'll regain at least some of his form from Real Madrid. Um, and I think that's all I really wanted to say before getting into the polemica. Uh, Steph, I know you talked about it, but do you think that handball was from Mathieu at least was outside the box or in the box? I think it was. Um, it was in the box. Uh, it was like a, a diverge of. Uh... The, the outside left side of the box, uh, the line. Uh, but I, I saw in, um, t- actually today, this morning, I put on, on the Juiz Final, no Sporting TV Journal, the third. And then um, uh, the, the, the guy with the replay, with the um, professional assistant, with computers and shit, he, he, was, he was playing it re- really slowly in three, four different angles. And and then if you listen to him and his explanation, then you would you would understand that he actually made sense when when the ball hits his left foot and then goes to his knee, and then he rebounds and bang it goes to his hand. Machu was already looking at the the Passos Ferreira player, 
He was not even his his hand was in a normal position. He didn't reach for the ball. I mean, anyone would would common sense would say, why would he make a handball so far away from the goalie? Unless you you not you know you totally, I don't know, naive or malicious or trying to look for excuses. That's when you would say that's a penalty. Because it would make no sense to make a PK so far away from the goalie with no pressure whatsoever. He, he didn't regain control of the ball. It, it, I mean, you got to look at it yourself in a slow mode, and then you'll fully understand that that's, that's not a PK. So kudos to the VAR by, saying, by calling it the, the proper call and not calling it PK, because that would have been the, the worst call of, of the year. Yeah, definitely unintentional. Definitely. The ball sort of just bounced up on him. Um, Nando, to the second handball, it was really three handballs that sort of uh, uh, marked this game. The second handball came in the 74th goal, uh, 74th minute from Pasfredo's goal. Um, Do you think that that the ref was right to call that goal? Do you think VAR should have called that goal off? What are your thoughts on on Pasfredo's goal? I mean, I'm sick and tired of that shit. Like, Sporting has a history... Of that happening against them, right? Over the years, especially Pas Ferreira, I think, too, and Alvalade um, back a couple years ago uh, when we were fighting for the title. Um, I think they absolutely should have called that back. Um, yeah, I do, because uh, the more I think about it, like, one could argue, like, what is he supposed to do with his arm? But he, the way he jumped, you know what I mean? Like, I've seen that being called off plenty and plenty of times. I think, uh, did they even review it? I don't think yeah. they reviewed it. Yes. Mm, yeah, they, they did, but they the ref did? never went to the the ref never went to the monitor. No, they, he, they, believed, he was just he, waiting on his earpiece. Yeah, he believed uh, he believed what Shistras told him. He believed in. Yeah, he just took him. it for what it was worth, and then go and look. Because they reviewed himself. They reviewed mm-hmm. every, every goal. I absolutely think that it should have been taken back, man. Um, yeah, because he heads it, he heads it, and then it, it's like his arm. It so kind of like does the rest and like get, yeah, gets it I don't going. Even... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just saying that the way he headers it, it looks like his arm is what finishes the rest of the motion, and that gets it in the goal. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, 100%. it's not like he. It's not like a, they said. For example, Mathieu, sh- where it's like, where are you? What are you supposed to do with his arm? You know what I mean? That is more so like his arm is what got the goal, the ball to go in the net, not not his header per se. He, he, he didn't have the ball. It was his shoulder. But the, they claiming that it was more than the shoulder. It was below the shoulder. When you look at the replay, I saw it this morning as well. They, and you could see it was more his uh, forearm than his shoulder. So that's why they saying it should have been called back. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think it should have called, been called back at least. Because the shoulder is still considered a header the shoulder but that was below the shoulder mm-hmm. but to me the way i see it i don't think the player would purposely try to score with this with his arm um but if you follow the var rule then that's a that's considered a handball and it should have been canceled yeah sorry all right cool and uh last handball was their penalty um, now, clear handball, we're not going to really argue that. Um, the only thing I want to mention, I've seen tweet, uh, tweets floating around. I kind of kind of agree with them. Um, if this was a Benfica game, 
two years ago at least, what we'd be saying fruta, pagaron os árbitros, because that looks very intentional. He wanted to hit the ball with his hand. Steph, I'll throw that one off first, and I'll pass it off to Nando after. Oh, yeah, okay. So, you know, in our day and age, in the 21st century, so when cases like that happen, the first thing they're going to do, uh, they will investigate it right away. There's no ifs or buts about it. I'm pretty sure by now someone is looking into it. So if a, if a player intentionally did it because he's being paid off, let's let's just call it the way it is, uh, it, it, that would have been the worst uh, uh, case of, uh, of uh, purposely doing a PK against his team uh, that way. I mean, you know the TV, TV is, is right on you. So, I mean, fuck. I, I hope he got paid really well then. Because that's the that's the the worst PK you could you could come up with. So uh, jokes aside, no, nah, I don't think he did it. He did it purposely. I think it was just a reflection. Like you know, sometimes we we have the tendency to catch uh, a ball that's coming towards us without with our hands, and that's why I, I think he did. Was it a dumb penalty? Yeah. Should he be more disciplined? Of course. He's a professional player, for God's sake. Uh, you, everybody knows you're supposed to keep your, your hands, um, you know, crossed uh, against your lower back. Uh, so that was a dumb penalty. What is there corruption involved? No, there's no fucking corruption involved in, in, in our day and age. There's, there's so, so, so much bullshit going on. Um, so, so many investigations going on. It, it, I, listen, me, I don't think so, because there's just too much shit going on. I mean, Uvarandi, he doesn't even know how to be the president of Sporting. You think he'll be able to do to be involved in corruption? Come on, let's be let's be totally honest. Sporting at this point in time, we're still trying to find a rhythm and a team. Never mind being involved in corruption. I mean, we have no money to pay anybody. As in Tim Stilskeral. Maybe we paid somebody my ball at Berlin con cafe con galon, but I I doubt it, bro. Or we got no money. Jose, or Jose Eduardo catering. Yeah, I thought we owe him money. Apparently, yeah, uh, we always fucking do. Yeah, so se gente uma dúzia de sardinhas alguém. No, there's no corruption, bro. We ain't got no money for that. Come on, let's be realistic. Why would we go forty years of not winning? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. We, we decide to be corrupt just to come in like third or some shit. But, I know. But it's, ex- <laughs> it's expected. To Dude, that would be bad. Imagine if we did. <laughs> it's it's expecting social media for people to say that because, you know, Uze Povinha sing. It's always going to be like that. Portugal doesn't involve. I hate to say it, but somos um país assim sempre com as mesmas desculpas e sem bullshit. So I'm not impressed. Agreed. Nando, I'm assuming you, you, you have the same beliefs, right? Yeah, 100%, man. 100%. Yeah, um, fair enough. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's beyond reaching, bro. They, they're a bunch of haters. Sporting finally starts winning some games. They, they, you know, they got to fit the narrative oh. their way. You know what I mean? So that's what that is. Porto ganhou com golo que devia ter sido cancelado because carregaram o guarda-reis na pequena área. Ah, puta que espalhou. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It, Anyways, o Benfica ganhou tudo cagado no lado de Tondela. Ui, 
nem sei como é que eles ganham. Ah, foda-se. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Steph, I should have asked you this before the podcast, but are you ready to maybe go through Moodley Dodds or should we go to Twitter questions first? Go to Twitter questions first. Oh, uh, actually, esquece, esquece. I totally forgot. Boys, we have to talk about uh, Varandas, Clocks, and even the Wendell situation. Um, So, Steph, pre- give us a little, a little um, brief uh, explanation of when is, what has went on with uh, Sporting over the last few weeks and the clocks. Well, the, the clocks and Verandas, they don't, they're not getting along. And um, supposedly, Verandas, he, he had five meetings with them. Um, I mean, this is why I'm reading off the newspapers. Uh, I don't have any... Uh, any contacts or connections from Sporting or Clocks, I don't know. I mean, from what I understand, he tried to dialogue with them um, and um, the Clocks, they're not happy with Verandas because he totally changed the the uh, the chemistry of how to buy the tickets, how to buy the game boxes. Apparently, the game boxes, they could buy for 120 of St. Even Tales. Um And then uh, he took a lot of uh, the benefits away from them. Uh, he let them keep uh, the Curvasu, the Casinha, and now he's taking all that away. Or oh, he took it away already. They're not allowed to go with signage, saying Juventud Leonina, uh, and the other clock as well. Um, so it, it's it's because he, if Verandes feels like, okay, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, I've told you what you should do and shouldn't do, and you're still provoking me. You're still calling me names. They went as far as almost they breached the, the security into the garage to go talk to the players. And then in one game, Le Pavillon Jean Roche, they wanted to to uh, talk to Verandes face-to-face, and the, the police had to get involved because they were afraid of physical confrontation. So all that put together, uh, Verandas and his administration, to them it was enough. And they said enough is enough. Uh, if you guys are not going to behave, we're not going to respect you as the uh, GOA. And uh, we will remove the benefits from you and we won't recognize you anymore as clocks and we'll kick you off the sporting installations, and they've done that. Spuzaram a juventude leonina da casinha. And the only thing I agree with Verandas is there's only one thing I agree with him. Actually, two things. There's no room for violence in football. It's a football game, for God's sake. It's not a, a, uh, a war. So there's no room for violence, and I'll say it again. And there's no need for names. There's no need to provoke anybody. People forget, the clock forget that there's senores, I'm huge, uh, attending those games, and they should contain themselves. Uh, with that said, when the administration is not doing what they're supposed to, of course it's clocks that should say something. But there's always a, a professional... Uh, a very educated way of saying things. You don't have to say constantly, filha da puta, és uh, um cornudo, vai para casa, tua mulher está a tapar os cornos. I mean, 
is that acceptable? No, it's not. And when it's one person saying that, uh, I guess the PS, the PSP or Genier, they kind of ignore it. But now when you have 2,000, 3,000 saying that, it's annoying, you know what I mean? I mean, the clocks, the, func- the, the function of a clock is supposed to be there to support the team. That's the number one function, to support the, uh, all the teams, not only football, A team, but all the teams. And they've done a great job with that. But I think through the years, especially in Portugal and also in South America, uh, the clocks, they've gained a lot, of, a lot of power up to the point that they think they own the stadium. They think they own the club and they've gone a little bit to the extreme. I don't want uh, my clocks to be ultra clocks. That's bullshit. We don't need that in, in football. I, wa- I, I want to be able to take my wife that's Befiquista to a sporting Befica game in Ujavalad without her being insulted, or her being afraid to put her jersey or Befica because she's Befiquista and vice versa. I should be able to go to the start to lose. Is that going to happen anytime soon? No. But maybe in the future, I'd like it to be that way. And anyone that thinks, é pá, as clocks é assim, Portugal é assim, é pá, são atrasados mental. I hate to say, but they they need to keep up with evolution. If we remember England a few years ago, remember the Hurricanes? That's been eradicated. Now anyone can go to a, to any stadium in England and you can probably wear your jersey and nothing is going to happen to you. Remember they they used to have the fences with the barbed wire? Remember that? Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, sure. now it's now it's all gone. You go to England, it's a clean game, it's Chelsea Manchester United game. The fans, they mix together. There's no problems. You know, it took years to fix that. A lot of years, but they got it done. And in Portugal, it's not getting done because they're too lazy. Uh, our government in Portugal, they're too lazy. They drag their feet for way too long. And, you know, but that's the only two things I, I agree with Veranda. It's no violence and no name calling. That's not necessary. Besides that, you know, I disagree with Verandas. We need our clocks. We need them. Uh, and uh, But if you did dialogue with them for five meetings and they, they didn't improve, I mean, shame on them. Because if I was a president of Sporting Club Portugal, I wouldn't allow my clocks in my house to insult me and try to punch me in the face. I wouldn't allow that shit either. But I would call the leaders of the Juventude Unina they with the clock, I would call them and I would talk to them. If you don't stop with this, I will revoke it. And I think that's what happened. And if if this is the way it happened, then you know I don't believe me. I don't like Verandas. I didn't vote to him, and I think he sucks as a president. But in this specific in this specific item, I agree with him because as clocks, they can think they own the club because they don't. They dare to support the team. And they have to stop, you know, with violence and they have to stop with the name calling and they have to think about who's surrounding them, which is not only it's no longer men's sports only. There's a lot of ladies that love football and they go to the soccer games and a lot of kids and the, the kids looking at that. The, maybe they telling their father, pai, tô com medo, não quero estar, não quero vir mais o lado para ver isto, pai, tô, fiquei cheio de medo. You know, and, and that's and I, I think enough is enough. And if our club is going towards uh, fixing the violence and the name calling, I am for that. 
you know me. I've said that before to you guys. If we don't have clocks, then we don't have clocks. I would prefer to have them. But they had to change the, the shitty mentality of in Portugal já é assim há 50 anos. Mas não tem que ser daqui de, 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 agora no presente e no futuro. Tem que se mudar a maneira de pensar. Essa maneira de galinha de pensar que as clássicas podem fazer tudo. Pá, não podem. They, they can go over there and sing and apoiar o clube. É pá, fixe, meu. But every time they do something well for 10 games in a row and then the 11th game they fuck up, what do you think people's going to remember? That's when they fucked up. It's not all the times they've done great things. And that's all. I know. I, I'm, I'm already talking too much. That's all I got to say. No, no. Good points, though. Fair enough. Um, Ananda, what are your thoughts? I mean, I, I agree for the most part with what uh, Steph just said. Like, we, we don't want violence, you know? I, I would like to believe that most fans, Glock members, not Glock members, associate sauces, fans of opposing or, you know, teams, etc., they're not going to sit here and be like, we want violence. We don't want what happened to Ushan Moore. We don't want situations like that where fans are getting stabbed outside the games. We don't want stuff like that. So those are amongst, you know, clocks against other clocks and fans against other fans. And then our own fans. We don't want to be in war with our own fans. The one thing, though, that I'll say is this. We can't continue. And I've been very vocal about the whole dictatorship that's been occurring at Sport And... The bullshit that he said in the comunicado that the Sklaks are there to apoyar o club and throwing shade that they haven't been apoyaring o club or that they don't have a right to anything else other than apoyaring o club kind of irritates me because at the end of the day, a lot of those guys are saucers, if not all of them. Um, a lot of the time, you know, these days we have this saying that if you're not a saucer, you really don't have much to say because you got to be a saucer if you're associado, then it's tough luck. You don't really have a voice, but that's, like, but that's, but that's, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt you, and but that's no, you're where, fine. But that's where Verandas will get in trouble later, because Whoa. he's not, he's not going to be reelected because these, these associates do Juventus Leonina, they each, each one of them, they potentially, they should have around twenty to twenty-five votes because they've been there for a while. But, but, and and, and then the next, but they didn't vote for him the first time. Well. Some of them did because he he, he won because of uh, he, some uh, did, but the vast majority of them did. No, I think they believed in his him. message. Uh, I think they believed in his message, and 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 that's why he won the elections by vote, not by by uh, body count. By yeah, he won. Count. He won by by the bullshit. By it was, it was by votes, the bullshit, not the, the 20, popular 20, vote. He can't take much this votes. Generalmente, as clocks, as clocks, things much these votes. Sim, mas, mas os, as clocks agora, they have a lot of young, young people there. Like, you've got some of the older guys, but you have, and, and I'm glad you brought that up too, though, because I do agree with a lot of that statement, but I think that that his his message, I think that his full thought process, I think it's the perfect power move from Varandas to the one and only powerful group as Spartan, and the ones that we've continued to talk about for a long time, and the ones you just brought up. Those with the votes. Quem the older people. Quem os croquettes. Quem the the values that continue to hold those votes, and it's the smartest move. Like I, I I talked to my dad about this the other day, very briefly, and it's exactly exactly what I thought he would say. It's we don't need those people in the club. Sporting não precisa disso. Sporting não precisa de clocks. Já tenho adep. So good for him to put put them in their place, and good for him to kind of uh, cut 
ties with all their benefits and blah, blah, blah. And then good for him to kind of show who's boss. And also, what does it do? It allows people like Manuel Fernandes and all these other fucking fruitcakes that go on, on the Telejournal and do those programas that talk on our behalf, that, that say the most idiotic things. Who are they? Older people, the same people, the people that have always been sticking their hands in the pot when it's necessary for them. And it allows Fernandes to look like, quote-unquote, look like he's taking control of the situation. It allows that separation between socios and, and associados. It allows that continuous growth of, of, uh, of um, uncomfortableness at the club. But he's okay with that, and I think he's finally embraced that. I don't think he wants Uma Uniono Sporting anymore because I think that if he ends up having Uniono Sporting, okay, I think what we'll have is another Bruno Carvalho. Like, it might not be Bruno Carvalho, okay, but I mean another another somebody new will come from the ashes and, and will and will create and stir enough enough movement that will, will take him down and, and 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 do that kind of movement that Bruno Carvalho created the first time that he won the presidency or at least got close to winning and didn't win. And um to me it makes me very mad because if you notice one thing they will cantar they'll will apoyar which we've always said across um Portugal is Sporting's clocks are by far the most civilized, the most well-behaved, and the ones that support the most. And two, we are only, only talking shit about him at the end of the game. We wait till the game ends. And then we talk. Because you have a right to... Claro, tás a família, a mulheres, a filhos, a todas essas coisas que não é bonito. But come on. As, as a mom, as a dad, as, as anybody like that, we have to understand, you know, when I go to a sporting event in America, you know, I got to deal with people insulting my girlfriend if, if I go to a Cowboys-Redskins game and, you know, it's just part of the territory and things that we can't stop that, that. we wish it wouldn't happen but that's remotely i mean you yeah. i've i've seen games even at, at liverpool when me and danny we went to the liverpool game the the guy he came all the way to our section to get the football back you know i mean the the thing is uh the, these they're not even police officers these these spotters at these the sports events if you throw a snowball what's happened at the giant stadium Whoever threw a snowball, they were kicked out of the stadium. You know, they, they will kick you out of the stadium, of the, of the pavilion. Remember the, uh, was it the Lakers owner? Yeah. He, he, he punched an a, a, a NBA player? Yeah. He was, he was kicked out of the pavilion. They didn't care so, who the fuck he well, was. He, but in Portugal, someone took answers. They don't some, give shit. Yeah. They, they don't Fernandes, shit. Fernandes is in embarrassed dude he's embarrassed I'll, I'll end with this he's embarrassed he's pissed off he knows that the message is being conveyed and he knows that he sucks at his job or if in his opinion he, you know what he reminds me of um and uh or at least the situation right now a little bit and i know it's totally in a way off left field but like for example the current president of the united states whether you're democrat or republican when some shit happens if he doesn't get the recognition that he wants he literally tweets it I never get the recognition. I never this. I never that. He's well, he's seeking approval desperately. But Anders is with everything he does, and when he doesn't get it, he makes little 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 fights like that, little disparates. But 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 let's and, say you 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 and I and Danny, we are the leads of Juventus Leonina. Let's yeah. say we're the leaders, and then if we are the leaders, we're responsible for our association. Am I right? So yeah, then, let's say Verandes did something we didn't like. You have the option of having Tarjes 
with a message saying, Varanda's out, não sabe o que é está a fazer, or whatever might be the case. But when you go above and beyond to try to physically attack the players, which happened in the Akshit, and it, it just happened a few weeks ago, they're trying to breach the, the security in the garage to talk to the players, that's a big no-no. Here in America, it's a felony, and you'll go to jail for that, and you'll be banned, banned from sports events forever, or if not forever, for a long time. But in Portugal, so, you know what it takes for a, a fan to be banned? It, it wow. happened to uh, a Befiquista that killed Rui Mendes, Kufuget. Uh, that guy was banned for most sports events, and he tried to go back, and he was arrested. It takes for you to kill somebody in Portugal, to be banned from, uh, from a stadium, which is a shame. It means that our law enforcement in Portugal, our government, they too fucking slow of reacting. They don't do shit. Because but, uh, me personally, when, uh, for example, when, that, when there's a derby, Sporting Benfica or Benfica, Sporting, the, it doesn't matter if it's in the Pavilion of Rocha or in the Pavilion of Luz. We hear the, the clocks going against each other, filhas da puta, não sei mais que, the, the very life sound and all that shit and all that stuff. If, if both clubs had fucking balls of steel, they could have stopped that from the get-go and nip it in the butt right away and say, kick all of these fucking fans out of the pavilion because this is not acceptable. But they let it go. They let it go. Now to fix it, it's a huge problem because... It takes a lot of work. You have to dirty your hands. Me, personally, I hate it. I don't like fans that go to a pavilion and, it's, and start fucking chanting and provoking people just because they wear the jersey from another club. I hate yeah, that. Yeah, I agree with you. You don't need to do it, that. Is it going to be... Am I going to say something stupid once in a while in a sporting event? Like, hey, o árbitro é um gatuno. É pá, é cego, o gajo não vê nada. Como é que marcou aquela falta, meu? Palhaço. Of course you're going to say those kind of things. But when you take it to the extreme that you want to cross that very fine line and try to go after the players or after the president that we don't like, I don't like him either, that's a bit too much. Yeah, it and is. It's a it, bit it, too much. It is. And, and I wish that he had – my concern mostly is the timing of it because if you – if. If he's concerned with, with any of wills, he would have gone and cut ties immediately after they tried to go into the into the garage. He and would that, have cut that, ties. And that's what happened. The time no, but he waited and it only it only happened after the last the, whatever that most recent pavillon where they turned around with the second he walked in, they saw him come in and they immediately immediately looked at him, all of them, it was like two, three thousand of them, and flicked them off and started chanting like, you know, that song, uh, you know, what who knows if he didn't if he didn't call the leaders and said something on the well, phone? But, but why call the leaders? We'll why never not know. Just, why just not put out that uh, that 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 whole uh, comunicado right off the bat? You know, and well, done it like maybe a month he had ago. To, maybe he had a meeting with the administration. He didn't want to make the decision himself, and he met with the other vice presidents and dirigents and said, "What should we do?" And they recommended, "You know what? Let's fucking pull the plug, and that's it." I mean, I'm not a uh, listen. I love the clocks. The clocks do a phenomenal job. They go north and south of Portugal, including the Madeira, Jogos da Europa. They support our club. For they phenomenal. They are phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. And because of of, of a few bad apples, the whole clock is paying for. 
But me personally, I blame the leaders of the clocks. Because if you're a leader of the clocks, then you have to maintain things under control. If you don't like a, a certain uh, a, a member of your association acting up, you kick him out. That's simple. Hey, meu, o que é que estás a fazer, meu? Viste um bocadinho mais ou quê? Estás drogado ou quê, caralho? Tens parar com essas cenas. That's what a leader for me. I'm a leader in my Navy unit. And if I see one of my cells misbehaving, I'll say something. And that, I think it lacks of leadership, these, these clacks. Because if they had real leaders, these things wouldn't happen. Leaders are supposed to lead by example. If they misbehave, then your members will misbehave. And, and they have to stop that. That's not part of a football. In sports, there's no place for violence. There's no place for excessive cursing towards a specific person. You could, you could for sure disagree with, with uh, Varenda's actions in a very political and polite way. You don't have to constantly shim, uh, call him names and even, even making fun of his wife being pregnant that she's going to give birth to a, to a black kid. I've heard these terms in, in Twitter. I mean, she was an a awesome athlete for sporting. She won a lot of titles for sporting. And insulting, you know, his wife like that—it's—it's—it it goes beyond my understanding. And Agreed. I don't care if I don't care if people don't like what I'm saying. I, I don't know how many will listen to our podcast, but the the clocks have no—they're not entitled to do everything they want to do. That's not what they're there for. Portanto, até concordo que tenham acabado com essa merda, because if you don't behave, then you shouldn't be allowed to to go to the stadium. That's my take on it, because I want to go to one day to, uh, to Estádio da Luz, me, you, and Danny to watch a um, Benfica Sporting, and I, wanna, and I wanna wear my jersey. But most likely we won't be able to, because we'll be afraid of retaliation or something. Because the clocks in Portugal, they dominate the law enforcement, which should be vice versa. I mean, essa merda the the Oh, vamos fazer um... Como é que eles chamam? Uh, o passeio de, de, do Javalada até ao Estado da Luz. How do you call that? Uh, I'm forgetting uh, yeah. the name. I know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, a procissão, ou oh, caraco. Yeah. 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 yeah, something like that. É meu. Eu, para mim... Do we see this in the United States? No. Do we see that in England? No. But that's... Yeah, you that's, see it in England. That's the culture, though. I understand, I understand it's the but culture, but... I understand, but, like, things need to change as well in the culture. I agree with you on that, uh, within, I, especially with violence. Yeah, but that's... But, but that's it's the culture, and, and then when we want to change something, we say it's the culture. That's the agreed, excuse agreed, we agreed, use. Agreed, agreed, agreed. And then we're not evolving. We, agreed. We're saying, olha, olha para... Sabes o que é que o pessoal diz? Olha para aqueles tristes. Eu, eu vejo, porque quando vão ao café, vê o jogo, o, o pessoal diz... Oh, Olha, Benfica e só Sportingistas a ver os claros uns dos outros. Olha para aqueles que são mesmo barbos. Olha, alguém lhe fez mal para eles estarem ali todos com raiva e a chamar a filha da puta. Vara away, disse se é claro que Sporting viu um gajo do Benfica que não conhece de lado nenhum, um gajo assim com três pernas, assim, sem dentes e o cara. Ei, olha, filha da puta, burro, caralho. Até eu não conheço o homem de lado nenhum e já está a chamar nomes. Why? Why are you calling the poor guy you don't even know names? And then... That, that's the thing that has to change in Portugal. And people say, no, no, é assim, é, é cultura. <laughs> okay, então é cultura. Vamos ser nabos para a vida inteira. Pronto. Yeah. But am I nada? Não envolvemos como um país. That's why, you know, you, you look at the, uh, the soccer games. 
the stadiums, they're not even a quarter full. Right. Because yeah. you're not attracting the young kids, the, the, the moms, the, the stigma in Portugal, assim, oh, filha, gente, eu, te, eu queria ver o jogo, mas há sempre porrada, vamos fazer já o quê? Levar porrada? Não vamos nada, é melhor ficar em casa. Vemos na televisão. <laughs> And it's... it's It's one of, I'm not saying it's, it's, it's the main factor, but it's one of the factors. Of course, mm -hmm. when it's a rainy day, uh, who wants to take the kids to a rainy day, uh, you know, game? But one of the biggest, you know, stigmas in Portugal is uh, you don't football é perigoso. And it shouldn't be that way. It should be, hey, let's go watch a soccer game because it's fun. Fair. Uh, let me just throw in some two cents, and I'll try to be brief. Uh, and please, guys, tell me to shut the fuck up if I'm rambling. But, like, one thing um, is, is you said the leadership with the clocks. 100% agree with you. But I also think leadership within this club, a.k.a. Verandas, is also putting to question. This 31... No, but, like, as an yeah. example, this 31 de junho, how is that not a provocation for violence? This 31 de junho. When no had 31 dias in junho. You know what I mean? And that's purposely put there. There, There's another one. It, it comes. It's so funny to me that. And I'm going to relate some of some of what's going on to the elections of, of what Federico Verandes said he would do in terms of the clock. Unir. Unir. Not even unir. Not even unir. But, but I'll, I'll get there in a sec. It's more on. Or actually, I'll get there right now. In the elections, he was talking about how the clocks are bad and how he wants to disappear the clocks, blah, 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 or at least reserve their rights. But this only really came after they did a chant saying, It doesn't come right after he's elected. It doesn't come when when things are hot last year, but there's no chance against Verandas. It comes after a chant against Verandas in the middle of a futsal game. Fair enough. It shouldn't have been in the middle of a futsal game. But in the middle of a game where the clocks start off this chant and they get everybody to chant in. Because you see after when, when people from uh, not the Curva from, or the Curva Sul, I don't know, or North, I don't know what, what direction it is. Once everybody else starts putting uh, clicking in, that whole section starts turning up and singing the same thing to Verandas. Only then does he take charge. And then, uh, relating it sort of back to Bruno Carvalho, People want to relate the attack to all shit to Bruno Carvalho. Why aren't we relating the attack in the parking garage to Federico Verandas? If 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 one president was the one to provoke actions against the clock, I think the other president, especially seeing as Verandas was so heavy on and one of them lost his presidency because of it. Exactly. And seeing as Verandas was putting the blame onto Bruno Carvalho, I think it's unfair for him to sort of brush off this blame onto him as well. No, um, but that's that's why now he's reacting because uh, exactly uh, uh, action reaction. So he's reacting to what he saw about the garage. He, he gave them one more chance, and then they they fucked up again, and then now he pulled the plug. He's reacting before something more severe happens. But then again, it's also it's also it, it, you said this too, Steph. So I know you agree with me. It, it's 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 sad to see that. This whole, this whole reaction from Verandas... Something about the way he's reacting apples. and when he's reacting is, doesn't smell right to me. He's, if he was trying so hard to, to, to put the foot down and to be assertive and to get that shit going in a way that's, that's, that's friendly and family-focused and not uh, incentivizing violence, 
then I really truly would have felt that he should have truly done something sooner rather than later, not given chances, not given opportunities. Exactly. The Alcushit occurred, and Alcushit should have been the last straw pun finale paragrafo. Like, he came in as being uh, the candidato, as we're going to, like you just said, uh, Danny just said, to end the, the whole reign of the clocks and to make that uh, that whole stigma a lot, a lot, a lot less than what it's been. And he didn't do any of that. He Why why wait? You know, Alcushit happened. Take over, be president, be like, olha, pá. As clocks is the cause that we know of it has ended. That's done. So Novo Sporting is this way, that, and Yakovos. And he didn't do that. Exactly. And that's and that's just a bit of what my, my the biggest issue I have with Verandas. And I know, Steph, you share the same issue. I know it's more towards the clocks that we maybe disagree a bit. But my, my whole issue with Verandas is he doesn't seem like a thinker. He doesn't seem like a president that plans shit out. He seems like a, re- a reactionary president. He can't sell Bruno, uh, Bruno, uh, Bruno Fernandes. Okay, I'm selling my whole right side, Rafi and Thierry. I'm bringing in a bunch of loans. I, I, he doesn't want to cancel the clocks right when he gets in the presidency. Okay, I'm canceling them the moment they say one bad thing about me. The moment they get a really catchy uh, song against me, boom, they're out of here. A few broken windows on a car where we don't even know whether it's maybe intentional or not. I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist. I'll believe him where, where he says it's the clocks. It's just a pity that maybe, what, five people at most? What I want from, from, from Sporting and from Federic Verandas in terms of the clocks is to look at our rivals in terms of Porto where, okay, they're not the greatest example, but at the same time, you look at Porto, how many meetings has Sergio Conceição and team captains have had with the Super Dragões over the last two years? A lot of meetings. And only a few times have we seen many altercations, mainly just yelling at the players, like in a crazy fashion, fair enough. But it's mainly just yelling at them. There's no physical altercation between the Super Dragões and Porto. What I want... You you just can't have that. You can't. Exactly. And that's what I want from Federico Fernandes. I want more... I want control of the clocks. I don't want to end the clocks. And and, and I'll say this too. I'm not trying to defend the clocks either, man. I want that to be the point. Like, it's not so much about defending the clocks as it's trying to to to, to hold a man that's supposed to be the we, president accountable. We, we, we need, mm-hmm. we because need, they they have their problems. We need the clocks. We, have, we, need the we clock do because exactly because our system was at twenty eight thousand only. That's exactly the, la- the last game was against Kimberley was twenty eight and some change. That that's low. Very low. Fucking Manuel Fernandes, even his stupid ass excuse in one of his the most recent shows, he said, Oh, pa, o gajo vem aqui insultar o homem e a mulher dele, a namorada tá grávida, pa, whatever. He's butthurt. He's butthurt. He's a little kid. They made fun of him. He doesn't like it. He can't deal with it. He he feels, uh, he literally feels butthurt. You guys are a little kid. You know, he's been he's been picked a little bit, and now he doesn't but, know uh, how to handle it. Well, to, to me, to me, uh, if that's the, the, the main reason, then then Verandas, I mean, I, I don't think highly of him, uh, then shame on him. Because he knows that being a president of, of a big club, Vai acontecer, levar de vez em quando um filho da puta aqui e lá. O Bruno Carvalho levou pior, sinceramente. Levou pior. A mulher dele estava cocaína e tudo assim, não te esqueces. You can't control that. It's impossible to control that. But you surely can control the leadership of of the clocks and and call them in the office and say, listen, you you need to regain control of your peeps because this can happen. What the fuck was this trying to 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 force your way into the garage? Why were you guys trying to climb to uh, a zona presidencial? They tried to break into the zona presidencial, no no pavilhão João Rocha. 
you know, ou no camarote onde ele está, ou caralho. But there's, so, it's, it's the few of them. What I'm saying is it's the few of them. It's the stupidos. Okay, you kick so, the stupidos so those, out. You don't kick the whole those, thing out, in I my agree. opinion. I agree with you 100%. And that's when the leaders of the clocks, they play Agreed. a big role. Because Agreed. if you if you call the leader of the clocks as responsible for the rest of the members, and the only thing you have to do is identify those members, foi o António, foi o José que se armaram em paz. Foda-se. Rua da nossa, da nossa associação. Mm. Essa não pode passar. Yeah, isso é pena. We don't know what happens behind closed doors. Check, check it out this way. He, uh, he revoked the rights of this, that, and the other, right? E quem continua showing up to the, to the games away? They're still going to find their tickets, sure. They might have to buy it secondhand, sure. They might spend a little bit more money, sure. They were there with their bandeiras. They were there with their tarjas in Paso Ferreira. Sure, they're not able to do it like they want in Alvalade, but they still went in with the shirts. They still managed to escape, and they'll continue to find their way in. And all you're going to continue to do is alienate, and all you're going to continue to do is now you're provoking guys that really have nothing to lose. Because at the end of the day, they'll still be there, and Verandas will lose his presidency. At some point, he will. He will. And he's just going yeah. to create more of a war. He won't, he won't win. He, he won't be reelected. Yeah, know, but yeah. but we stuck with him for another two years. Yeah, that's, I just that's, wanted to bring up two quick points and uh, related back to the elections. One is back to the England point where I agree the Portuguese culture needs to change and look more to England as an example. But at the same time, it's only really working in England. So we have to be cautious in that. And Portugal isn't the sort of country where we in, can. In Germany, it's working. Germany, there's clocks. Well, there's there, yeah, it, might not be, it might not be as aggressive, 100%. But God. Germany, there's still clocks. There's still, clocks, bro, you look at clocks. Borussia Dortmund, it's fucking incredible. Yeah. So that's the but, sort of but, magic but that I want us to have rather than... It's beautiful to see because it's Guys, coordinated clocks. we had it clocks. a few years ago. Yes. It's, mm. it's, you, it's, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure in Germany they have a couple of stupid uh, asses. For sure. Also as everybody, as, even England you know does. I mean? Even England does. England has the racist fucking chance in Chelsea, for yeah, example. There's you know, no perfection. Exactly. We that. Agreed. Agreed. But we, we, we could get much better in Portugal. I 100%. mean, even in Spain, it's better. Uh, a, 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 a country that uh, as clocks to Real Madrid to Barcelona is empurrada. Even there, it's better. The, the only countries that's not better it's in Portugal and South America. I don't know. And Serbia. <laughs> maybe yeah. we should, maybe we should, if we want to continue to behave this way and the Portuguese community and, and uh, Portugal in Tay, they think it's normal. Maybe they should take up Portugal that, and put it in South America. Just yeah. saying. And, and then my, my last point, and my last point, and it's very brief, and it's, again, towards the election, is... When Federico Fernandes was running for elections, he was Juveleio, he was a part of Juveleio, tudo estava lindo. Agora que é presidente, já não é lindo. Yeah, because now he's, back, now he's back to fucking, uh, c c you know, appeasing those that are going to keep him there. Yeah, and that's, that's really the only, the only really things that, 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 that pissed me off. Um, anyway. Houve, houve presidente com tomates, he's not there anymore. E agora há presidente... Kick Sab that he's going to continue to have to say and do the things that keep him there. Facts. Listen, listen, if the leaders of Juventud Lunina they want to resolve this, it's easy. They just gotta say, listen, we got your message, and from now on, we will we will comply with the uh, the 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 club's uh, uh, laws and uh, directions and directives. Will Federico Fernandes even but, accept that though? No, but then I, I will tell him. I'll tell yeah. him, but don't listen to us, though. 
we'll stop with the cursing. We'll stop with, you know, trying to breach security. But but it doesn't mean that if we see something we don't agree with you, that we're not going to say something. We will have Tarzis saying something. And that's nothing you can do. If I think we, as... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's it. I'm done. I think as long as there's still Linsus Brancs at the end of the game, I don't think Fernandes is going to uh, remove this decision at all, in my opinion. You might be right. Anyways, um, let's go on to the Twitter questions uh, before going on to Mudalidad. I have Mudalidad uh, over here. Um, but let me just go on to the Twitter questions real quick. Uh, great debate, boys. Let me just say that. Boys, round of applause for us. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, first question comes in from our boy David Claudio at David Strife 35. Uh, Steph, I'll pass this one off to you. He asks, do you think Daniel Bragança and Francisco Geraldo will return in January? And do you think we will be champions in hockey and patins and futsal? Steph, what do you think, dude? We have an excellent chance to be champions in hockey and patins. We have a great team. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that, we have to to win Sunday against Football Club de Porto because in Joaquim Patins, it's by it's like in uh, in football, it's a regular season. There's no playoffs, so we can afford to lose games like we did last year against teams that we should win. So we have to be consistent. So I think we have a good shot in futsal. We also have a good shot, but in futsal, you could have a couple slips. Because we're going to the playoff mode, and we all know that the final will be Sporting Benfica in a five-game uh, series, so we we have a good shot for both to win. Um, and then the second portion of the question was, uh, uh, fr- ooh, yeah. Braganza, yes, uh, Braganza has has a place to play uh, in the A team of Sporting. Geraldo, no, he hasn't been playing in his club. Um, at all, so why would he come back if he's not playing yeah. with this? I mean, every every time he's loaned, he never plays. So the, I don't think it's a sporting thing. I think uh, coaches realize that uh, something something's not adding up with Francis Gerals. I like him and I still like him, but maybe he doesn't apply himself at practice because it's just a huge coincidence that every coach is benching him. Yeah, um, it's sad even to see even in Greece. It's sad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He hasn't been playing at all. So, yeah. but but he, he was considered the best player of a Liga, the Skunda Liga, no, no mes passado. Mm-hmm. So I would welcome him in January, big time, because we need him. Because if Fernand, if Bruno Fernandes is exhausted, we could certainly use Daniel Braganza. Is he at the level of Bruno Fernandes? No, but he's getting there. So he give could, him a shot. yeah, yeah, exactly. Give him a shot. He is younger, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and exactly. and he can definitely fill in for for um, Wendell if he does leave in January, or even um, Eduardo is currently playing. So yeah, yeah Eduardo, a banger on the weekend too. Eduardo is actually, to me, in my way of seeing things, he's a better number six than Dumbia. For now, that's all we have yeah. anyway. So fair. you know, but that's it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, next question comes in from Mike Casolu from that's Three Tugas Podcast at SCP Mike eighty three. Uh, Nando, I'll pass this one off to you. Juvileo and Directive Woltres chant Verandas out, and the rest of the stadium whistles at them. Who do you side with, and why the clocks and other sausage that I guess we sort of answered that, but just to make your point more clear, Nando, who do you side more with, the clocks or the adept? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the clocks because I think that that adeptus situation is very hard to like give it a clear, um, and definitive. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's hard to say who who all is with the clocks or not in those in those people whistling because the clocks have not been talking shit until the end of the game. Okay, so they've been a point. They've been they've been sitting there pulling for the squad, clapping, cheering, chanting, and then the end of the game. Then they remind the president of 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 what they are. Um, I the club is more and more divided, more and more divided week in week out. I the, the wins are not putting them together right now. It doesn't matter, and they're more and more divided. And uh, the, that division is is continuing to show um, the ricos uh, pobres at Sporting, right? So the ones with the with the votes and the ones that don't. So I'll leave it at that. It's as simple as that. Agreed. Uh, next question or comment more comes in from PM Rider esque at still PM Rider esque. Uh, he says, I'm still scratching my head as to how Celia's got the job. He reminds me of a shy kid on the first day of, at school, sat on the bench hoping someone will ask him to be his friend. Uh, the most I've seen from him is a rendition of two little dicky birds from, his, from the sidelines. Tactically inept. I disagree with you, but you, fair to your, to your um, open to your own opinion. And uh, <laughs> very funnily read. Uh, I must say so myself. So, uh, hey. Um, next question comes in from Kevin at KFRNNG1906. Okay, let, let, me, let me just say something. Sorry, go really ahead, fast. Steph. Yeah, For really sure. fast. Go ahead. Non-spot visit omelette sing ops. That's it. Said it, said it better than Jose Mourinho, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next uh, question comes in from Kevin at KFRNNG1906. He asks, um, we have tried a lot of combinations with Philippe Hesse, Vieto, Balassi. Which is our best partnership up front? Um, I'll answer that. Uh, I think our best top three, if we're going top three, is Philippe in the middle, Vieto on the left, and Blasi on the right, in my opinion. Um, and yeah, I guess Mudalidad. Steph, do you want to take this over? I have a list here, so I can do it if you want. Well, Mudalidad, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to talk about uh, two games that. Um, it was the most recent ones. The, the other ones, everybody knows about it by now. But mm-hmm. Sporting Volleyball played against uh, Family, uh, Family Sense, and they won 3-0. Easy victory, so we remain undefeated. So far, we haven't given up one set. So kudos to uh, our volleyball team. They've been improving with the, uh, the new uh, leadership, Uzerzinho. Uh, that's the name of our coach. So we we the, we have a brand new team. We only kept uh, maybe two or three from uh, from the prior year. So our volleyball team is 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 looking better and better. And to beat uh, Befica, which they are the con- uh, the contenders, uh, we need a, a really good squad. So kudos to them. Uh, our futsal ladies today. I actually watched the game on TV. They won five three against Ernedus. Uh, also undefeated in that division. In case you guys didn't know, in Portugal, for the ladies' league, the, there's a South League and a North League, League uh, Sul and Liga North. It's actually embarrassing for, for Portugal, they, not having a league, just uh, one league, nor, uh, South and, uh, and North together. It looks like it's because it's too expensive, something like that, but it's a shame. Uh, so if you want sports for the ladies to evolve, it has to be the same as the males. 
it can be that different. It's uh, I'm I was like puzzled. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? In the 21st century, we still have this, this, this much differences between males and females. It's embarrassing. Um, and then um, we have two huge derbies coming up tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. in the U.S. Uh, you should, if you have BTV, you could watch it. I think it's on uh, BTV. Benfica Sporting on in basketball. Yeah. After 24 years at Derby in basketball, so it's generating a lot of uh, expectation, uh, excitement for both clubs, uh, and that's what I keep on saying. You know, I mean, it's it's great to have uh, these rivals in the same division because it draws a lot of attention. So Sporting without Benfica and Benfica without Sporting in Porto, of course, we it wouldn't be as much fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and then we have another uh, another we have a classico because it's from Porto, it's not from Lisbon uh, against Football Club Porto on Sunday, no Pavilion Jean Rocha, and it's imperative that we win against them so we remain in first place. We also still undefeated. We've had some tough games uh, in Joaquim Patins, but we managed to to st still stay undefeated. So for Modelli, that's that's all I have. We have a whole bunch of games, but you know, saying all the games, we, it would be like another one hour because Sporting is involved in so many modalities. It's unbelievable. If you go to the website, the listage, uh, you'll see there's at least more than 50 games in just the week in itself. There's a, in case people don't know, you have Juvenis uh, A, B, C. They have different teams in the Juvenis itself. It becomes they have juvenis for the national title, juvenis for regional. So you know, um, they the, the, our club and uh, our rivals they give a lot of chances for kids to be involved in sports and to be competitive. And that's all I got. Yeah. All right. Great way to end this great podcast, boys. Uh, believe it or not, we tried to make it under an hour, but it's just it's hard, man. When we have this much passion about our club. And we get into these good debates that I think we just had one. Um, it's tough to keep it under an hour. But anyways, I hope everybody enjoyed listening to a, a, yet another podcast from Sparting 160 over here. Sparting 160 EN, I should say. Um, hopefully, we'll be a bit more consistent. Uh, we've all been a little busy uh, lately dealing with some personal things. I've started a new job. Chris started a new job. Steph's still balancing two jobs and, and, and a family, of course. Nando's balancing his hectic life. Uh, working as well so you know we're out here trying to do everything and still love Sparting so I hope you guys appreciate it uh, follow us on, on Twitter at Sparting160 underscore EN follow us on, on Instagram Sparting160 EN um, and of course our, our merch is still up if you want to search Sparting160 EN on Spreadshirt uh, thank you everybody for listening Steph Nando thanks for joining us of, uh, as always and um, also as always Vivo Sparting Viva, man. Viva, sport, and you, Chris. <laughs>